You're not the man I knew ten years ago. It's not the years, honey. It's the mileage. Welcome to Should You Watch This with the Popcorn Priest, the weekly podcast where movie enthusiasts, ex-movie theater projectionists, new and old friends, and family members take the time to talk about a movie that we just watched and answer that very question, should or shouldn't you watch this? This podcast belongs in a museum. Get your fedora on, holster your Smith & Wesson M1917 revolver, and hope there aren't any snakes. And this week's review and breakdown of Raiders of the Lost Ark from 1981. Now, the creators of Jaws and Star Wars bring you... Indiana Jones. A totally modern hero, trust me. And a new age of adventure. From the jungles of Peru, to the streets of Cairo, from the greed of the pharaohs, to the wrath of God, Raiders of the Lost Ark, rated PG. Opens June 12th at a theater near you. Check local newspapers. Joining me today, for the first time, is my brother, Berto Compton, and his wife, his lovely wife, Heather. Welcome to the show. It's about time we were united in podcastum. Yeah, dude. I feel like you've been a very big fan of mine, and I appreciate you coming. It's been two years in the making, so welcome to the show. Yeah. You know, I was a projectionist before you were. That's true. Yeah. That's true. So just a little bit of Compton trivia there. That's true. You were a projectionist at the Man Theater in Roy. Yeah. A long time ago. And before that, at the Roy Theater, the Singleplex Dollar Theater. Oh, that's, that's right. Where I got my start. You started at the. It was called the Roy Theater. The Roy Theater. Yeah, you snuck me into so many movies. It was yeah. the best. There was one theater, and I was the only boy that worked there. All the rest were girls. And so I got to learn how to run the projector, the old school projectors, you know, with all the platters and spinning up the films and oh, splicing yeah. them together and the whole thing. When I was at the Megaplex, I had to run the platters and run yeah. the projectors and make sure it didn't get brain wrapped. Right. So we we have a kin kinship. I don't know as much about movies or care as much about movies. I just love to be entertained by movies. I have very few requirements. There should be... There should be a wizard. There should be <laughs> a some... A wizard? Yeah, there's got to be a wizard, a Gandalf, or a, or a Jedi wizard, something like that. You have to have a car chase, right? Some, some sort of chase scene. They have to have some explosions. I have to say that if there is a Fast and Furious that is ever on television, he will watch it. I can't stop. <laughs> I can't not stop. He's probably seen them all a million times. <laughs> Maybe collectively. I'm fine to watch 12 minutes of one until the commercial comes on, and then I'm fine. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to keep keep it going when something comes on. Yeah. You have to, yeah. You have so, to finish it. So this is, this is a, a real treat to come and uh, converse about the movies that made our childhood. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up with the fact that we, are, we were both projectionists. So that's awesome. Well, welcome to the Well of Souls. The description for this one is, in 1936, archaeologist and adventurer Indiana Jones is hired by the U.S. government to find the Ark of the Covenant before Adolf Hitler's Nazis can obtain its awesome awesome powers. Directed by Steven Spielberg, friend of the pod, 
director of some movies you might not have heard of, like Jaws, E.T., Jurassic Park, to name a few. Story by some guy named George Lucas. Screenplay by Lawrence Kasdan, who wrote the screenplays for Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. Top build stars Harrison Ford, Karen Allen, Paul Freeman, who plays Belloc, and a young Alfred Molina, which you guys mentioned while we were watching it. He is reprising his role as Doc Ock in the new Spider-Man movie, No Way Home. I don't Mm. know if you knew that. Nice. I think they're like taking the, uh, you know, the Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. We have the different different timelines and different universes. I think they're kind of ripping that off Mm. because he he comes in as part of that universe doc ock but that's all that's what all these sub short series are doing right is 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 setting up all these different timelines and we're going to have some uber connection between all of them at some point right yeah like loki right all the set up a bunch right? of that the multiverse um the next, what's the Doctor Strange? Same with Strange. the WandaVision and everything, too, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, Doctor Strange is going to play into that right. in his next movie, so it's going to be pretty sweet. It'll be good times. Uh, let's see here. Runtime, one hour and 55 minutes. Rated, I said rated R, but only, and we'll get into the reason yeah. why I said that. It's actually rated PG. Uh, but, genre. But it was the early 80s, so everything yeah. was PG. You could get away with a lot. Yeah, well, they it was... Before they had to do some stuff to it, they apparently the only thing they had to do was add a little fire in front of this the stuff that we'll get mm. into the spoilers in a minute. Yes. FYI, the if you haven't seen this stuff, yeah, <laughs> yeah, this was from 1981, so I mean we'll keep it spoiler free for a minute, but we'll we'll be we'll be adding some spoilers here in a minute. Genre on Raw Tomatoes says action and adventure. And IMDb agrees this time. What do you guys think? Action adventure? Oh, absolutely. That's, that's good. Absolutely. Yeah. IMDb, speaking of, gives this a rating of 8.4 out of 10 with 312,000 reviews. Ron Tomatoes gives this a 95% from 84 critic ratings and 96% from 250,000 audience ratings, which is pretty impressive. Box office hall on an S. Guess what the budget was for this movie back in 1981. I don't know enough about budgets. What do you think it costs to make this movie? I don't know, five million. No, that's very low. Okay, <laughs> tell me how much I know about how much movies cost. But it wasn't 81. So. Yeah, that, I mean that would have been a pretty good guess. It, I mean for for a movie that's like spanning. You know, different locations and That's all this true. stuff. They back were all then. over. Yeah, it was a low budget though. It was only eighteen million dollars, okay. which is pretty so, pretty low. Way off. But, yeah. You know, guess how much this made back in nineteen eighty one. I'm gonna look like a fool again if I guess. So I'm just gonna have you tell us. <laughs> Two hundred and twelve million dollars, which this is back. That's okay. a good return on investment uh, uh, for sure. So, but this is back when there were there weren't four thousand theaters. Right now, there's four thousand plus theaters, probably less now because a lot of them closed during the pandemic. But back in 1981, there was only 1,078 theaters. So this made that much money on a fourth of what 
the landscape is today. You know, I saw this in the theater as a nine-year-old, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I saw it... I saw it... Um, at the Cynodome 70. Actually, no, I didn't... I saw it at the Cynodome after it was re-released. Yeah. I didn't... I was only three years old. It, it played in the theater for like almost a year or something crazy, like six or... It was a I long I was just time, about to say that. How months. long do you think it was in the theater? Yeah, it was... It had to have been close to a year. 568 days, a year and a half. Yeah, yeah. That's how they made so much money. How many times did people see it over and over again? I mean, you you had, what, six channels at your house? That's right. There There, was no other entertainment options. There was two movies that were out, and you either saw the one that was rated R, or you saw the other one. (laughs) Whatever it was, right? And then you, and then you saw it again the next weekend. Because what else are you going to do? Yeah. This was 1981's biggest grossing film by a wide margin, and 77 million people bought tickets to see the film, which is insane. Including our parents. For me, you didn't get to go with us. You were a, a wee no. child. No, I didn't get to go. And our sister didn't get to go either. It was like special times. Yeah, to go to the center. I was jealous when you got to go to movies and I didn't get yeah. to go because I was like five. Yeah, you had to go to grandma's house. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I got yeah. to go to the film. That's probably why I hung out with you so much when I was older. I was clingy when I was a young man, and you were an old guy going trying to get dates. Yeah. <laughs> so here's another fact. So we talked about it being re-released earlier. So. Raiders of the Lost Ark has been re-released several times. It was first re-released in July 1982 when it earned an additional $21 million. The studio re-released it in March of 1983, which is when I probably got to see it, I'm guessing, when the film earned another $11 million. Then a remastered IMAX version supervised by Spielberg was released in 267 North American theaters. The success of the re-release led to the run being extended to 300 additional theaters. The film earned a further $3.1 million. These releases have raised the film's worldwide theatrical gross to another $389 million total because it was re-released so many times. I just think it's, it's a testament to how cool this movie is. Yeah. yeah, it was done so well that you wanted to see it again and again and introduce new people to it like me introducing you to it yeah it, it, there was there was nothing bad about this show like this yeah. movie was amazing it was so cool so swashbuckling yeah right and by the way i'm this is a humble brag we we were able to watch this at my house with dolby atmos it uh, just was re-released in 4k resolution blu-ray on a 133-inch screen. It was like being able to go to the theater again. It was really cool. And I appreciate you guys coming to see it with me. This is like butt-puckering subwoofer. (laughs) (laughs) Stuff blew up and you felt it inside your soul. When the the arc is like, the energy of the arc is... Yes, you felt it. Like the floor vibrated whenever the arc vibrated. Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk a little bit about the sound design. It's unbelievable but before we get there where to watch this right now at the time of this recording you can stream this with the showtime add-on with hulu or amazon prime so if you pay for that you can watch it there or coming soon permanently to pop flicks 
If you choose the highest tier of our Patreon account, you'll have access to the Popcorn Priest's personal collection. Go to patreon.com forward slash popcorn priest and throw a couple shekels at the priest and you can have access to. That's right. Pay the dough and watch the show. Exactly. Raiders of the Lost Ark forever. It's not, there's not going to be a month where like, oh, it's gone. It's always there. It will be always available to you. Oh, but maybe you could re-release it. Oh, yes, exactly. <laughs> Subscriber benefits. I'm sure they'll re-release it because they're filming Indiana Jones 5 right now. Stop it. They are? Yeah. They oh, had to stop because um, it, Harrison Ford got injured. Hmm. But, oh, interesting. But they're filming it right now. Not because of the vid, the COVID? No, he. I think he hurt his shoulder or leg or something. Yeah. Okay, so it's the fifth one because the fourth one was when he was young? No, the fourth one was with Shia LaBeouf. Oh, that's the, right. I, I always jokingly call it Kingdom of the Castle Grayskull. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> I forgot it's about that one. one. It's the weird right. crystal Rascal. skull. Yeah. That's right. The Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Yeah. I have the power yeah, of no. Grayskull. And hopefully, if you guys come back, we can finish this series. We'll watch them all. We have to watch them all. I can't watch them any other way now, having watched them in, the, in the, the Compton Megaplex here. <laughs> I do want to see that again. I want to give it another shot because, I don't know, I feel like I kind of wrote it off when I first saw it. So, yeah. anyway. It didn't follow the same pattern. Exactly. All right, you guys ready for the hottest segment on podcasting right now? Hit me. Five reasons why you should watch Raiders of the Lost Ark. Number one, hidden treasure. Hidden treasure. Number two, speaking of hidden treasure, the opening sequence alone is worth the price of admission. 100p. Three, Indiana Jones is one of the coolest characters to be on screen. Acted by Harrison Ford, who happens to have also acted as another one of the coolest characters to grace the big screen, Han Solo. I mean, we could stop here. Number four, I don't like Nazis, but they make for some really good bad guys. Quintessential bad guys. And last but not least, anything that deals with the occult and ancient Christian themes makes for a great movie. I mean, that's why they went back to it with the Holy Grail right? in the third one. Got Are there that. any other reasons that I miss that you should watch Raiders of the Lost Ark? Baby monkeys. <laughs> Baby monkeys. <laughs> Did you know, I didn't put this in popcorn trivia, but the sound effects of the monkey are a guy. It's a guy. What? He's no. Doing the, <laughs> he's doing the, the sound effects. It's not a monkey. I swear it goes, oh. Yeah, it's right? a dude. It says, uh-oh, right? It's a guy. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. That would right. And they taught him how to do the Heil Hitler That's so right. that it could be in the movie. That's nice. Baby monkeys. Yeah. If you, if you need a glimpse of a baby monkey, right, you got to... <laughs> That's another reason we you can watch also it. were mentioning how they were really good at letting you know who was a bad guy and who yes. was a good guy. The bad guy came well, the, with the it's the visual triggers, yeah, right? They yeah. have their own theme songs, it's right. It's, Classic movies. The Red Sash. Yeah. He's the upgraded villain. Right. He was the boss. With the, bl- with <laughs> the, the black boss. drab. Right. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's very good. The rest of the guys had the black headdress, but the tan right. shirts and robes. So they were still bad guys, but not as cool. They were like Ensign number one and Ensign number two. Yes. They were expendable. You know? They were probably going to die right. without fanfare. They were going to get beaten up by somebody. Beaten up for sure. So I have I have a couple of new categories on the show. 
I want to start off with popcorn by the numbers. I'm going to rapid fire some of these with to you. Hit if us. if you've got any comments, please stop me. Or, or actually, any other reasons why you should watch Raiders of the Lost Ark that I've maybe forgot. Those were good. Okay, very good. Let's move on. <laughs> All right, this one is rated as 55 on IMDb's top 250 list. That's too low. Too low. That's really hard to get that high, to yeah, be honest with sure. you. And the 8.4 rating is really hard. Like, if you're in the sevens on IMDb, and I, I know it doesn't matter, but it's interesting to me, it's, you're, it's a really good movie. If anything above a seven, which is crazy. So, anyway, I digress. In, in 2019, it was ranked the 16th best film of all time based on IMDb's and Rotten Tomatoes user votes and critical mm. ratings. And I saw it on countless lists. Countless directors are, are, are citing this as the best movie of all time. It's so. a classic. I mean, it really is a classic. Yes. Can you think of anyone who hasn't seen it or knows what it is? No. It's the character. I don't think my wife had seen it until... I made her watch it after we got married. Okay. Really? Yeah. She hadn't seen Star Wars or any of the Indiana Jones. So. Sheltered. Sheltered. Yeah. We love you, Jenny. Yeah. But but sometimes people don't, you know, I, I don't want to put anybody in a box, you know. what What's the girl you can't put in a box from the dancing uh, show? Baby. Baby. You don't put it's, baby in a box. It, no, it's don't put baby in a corner, oh, dude. Oh, that's right. It's a corner. <laughs> Come on, don't man. Put her in a box. Don't put baby in a box. <laughs> don't put her in a, don't put her in a box. You but, call yourself a projectionist? Get out of here. I, I did my homework the whole time up there. So, yeah, some people just weren't attracted to films that may have been aimed at a certain gender maybe uh, uh, confused as aimed for a certain gender but they're actually for everyone there's something for everyone in indiana jones i mean 77 million people went to see this <laughs> so if and you we're didn't still see watching it, it and loving it i don't yeah. know how many times i've seen it over the years and it still does not the disappoint. guy the guy who directed uh the guardians of the galaxy movies uh james gunn in uh, a year ago he was T like giving lists of what movies you should watch during the pandemic, and this was at the top of the yeah. list. So they're still talking about the characters this movie. are great, the story's great, it, the 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 pace of it's great, the reveals of things are great, the places they go, like there's no, like we were talking during the movie, which we by the way is is not nice to do, but when you're in your own theater, you can do that. You and can so, also have potty breaks. You can have three potty breaks. <laughs> yeah, that was for me. Sorry. <laughs> you, you, there's no CGI. No. Right? I mean, there's These, a little bit of matte painting sure, and, and but those stuff like that. sweeping scenes with so many people in these locations, it's, they're there. That's yeah. what makes it so, like, you're in it. It, it. I don't know. It feels different because they're actually, like, on the river and in the sand and, you know, in the jungles and driving these trucks. And I don't know that I've interrupted your list. Multiple no, times. no, it's fine. Keep, keep them coming. Um, how many Oscars do you think this won or was nominated for? <laughs> I don't know. It is nominated for nine Oscars. Raiders of the Lost Ark. It won five best set direction, art direction, mm. best sound, Best Film Editing, 
Best Visual Effects, and it also won a Special Achievement Award for Sound Effects by Ben Burt, who was the... Star Wars. Star Wars guy. Yeah. Yeah. He did all the sound effects for the Star Wars. Exactly. He, it was also nominated for Best Picture, Best Director, Best Cinematography, and Best Music. By the way, let me just hit you with this really quick. I mean, mm. is there any other music other than maybe like Star, Star Wars, Wars or Jaws? Or Jaws. <laughs> or Jaws. <laughs> All John Williams. All John Williams. Like yeah. it's it. Anytime I hear this, it's just like it's so amazing. He's the real Jedi. I mean, if he needs to have a a Jedi cloak because <laughs> he's amazing and a and a lightsaber. I mean, I could just sit in those and a whip. Forever, but. But anyway, so best music, it should have won. I mean, give me a break. Um, this is the only Indiana Jones to be nominated for best picture hmm. for an Oscar. Uh, Indiana Jones Kangaroo Hide Bullwhip was sold in December of 1999 at Christie's Auction House in London for $43,000. Did you just say it was Kangaroo Hide? Kangaroo Hide Bullwhip. His you know, jacket and hat are on display at the Smithsonian. I got a whip so I could be Indiana Jones. I had the fedora and my fake pleather leather jacket and my little dresser and my little fake cargo pants and some big boots that were way too big for me. And I was Indiana Jones for Halloween. And somehow, Mom and Dad let me get a whip. Like, I bought a little. I remember black. that whip yeah. because I used it after you. <laughs> right? As an Indiana Jones costume. Right. <laughs> and so I took it to school. This is when you could do that. And I would whip it in the hallway. And I whipped my own ear. And it made this massive, like, red welt. And it actually split the skin. Oh my gosh, like, I, don't, I didn't know that story. And, and then I think some teacher got wise and was like, why are you whipping in the hallways? Yeah, dude, you can't have a whip. Well, what? you know. You're <laughs> Look, it's got a little, whip. I think I would dressed up after the second film, probably. Oh, you weren't, you're not saying you just took a whipped school randomly. No, it was randomly. like Halloween. It was for Halloween. Halloween. Okay, yeah. okay. I, <laughs> no, was like, I was not just walking You're just out. rolling down. <laughs> hey, guys, I'm just going to quack, crack the whip here. <laughs> Let me get your milk here. <laughs> Be my friend. I have a whip. <laughs> yeah, getting steal tons stuff. of ladies <laughs> with the whips. <laughs> I, I started from a young age trying. That was usually fruitless. But no, I had the whip. Had a whip. You used the it's whip. It's dope. It was a dope whip. Sh- shaped our childhood. It's very cool. Yes, the whip. The well of souls scene required. Guess how many snakes? Oh my gosh, so many. Seven thousand. Oh my gosh. The only venomous snakes were the cobras, but one crew member was bitten on set by a python. Hmm. George Lucas made what was at the time an unusual deal for this film. Listen to this. No wonder this guy sold his company for billions of dollars. The studio financed the film's entire $18 million budget. In exchange, Lucas would own over 40% of the film and collect almost half of the profits after the studio grossed a certain amount. It turned out to be very lucrative deal for Lucas. Paramount executive Michael Eisner said that he felt the script for this film was the best he'd ever read. It's unbelievable. 
wow. how much money he made off of this. Uh, obviously more on Star Wars, but like it's crazy how much money he made. Smart. Over 30 bull whips were supplied for the Indiana Jones franchise, ranging from 6 feet to 16 feet in length. Mm-hmm. Right? They were swinging across the thing. That wasn't the little one. That's on, not the one on that he's got waist. coiled up on his waist. Yeah. No. That was an awesome shot, by the way, as they shoot up the, the thing that they're swinging across, like up the hole. Yeah. Yes. Care, <laughs> careful. I just said Careful up, in many ways. One, spoilers, and also... <laughs> Can you the say other holes. up the hole on your podcast? <laughs> we can. Okay, you just said it. <laughs> I have to say it. I'll say it You'll one more say time. it again, I, I know. know. So they were shooting up the hole. The hole. <laughs> the, what, what else would you call it? The, the chasm? The shaft. The trap. <laughs> that's even better. That's, that's worse. <laughs> they were shooting up the shaft. The chasm. Oh, the chasm. Goodness. Right. The, the booby the trap. Pit. The pit. There the we pit. Go. We there arrived we go. at the right word. There we go. They were shooting up the... And you saw him swing across. Anyway, I digress. So Indy's battered leather jacket was actually brand new and had to be artificially aged by the costume department. There were 10 jackets for general wear and tear and stunt purposes. Hmm. If there was anything that I could have, I mean, I would want the fedora or the, or the whip, but I could wear the jacket all the time and be like, this, this was uh, on the set of Jones. <laughs> I would like to have the, the, the jacket. I personally liked the vest suit he had on when he was teaching at the school. Like the wool. Oh, yeah, I noticed Oh, I'm sure you would have, yeah. Oh, man. You and your <laughs> shoe fetish. Yeah, I, that would have, I, I would wear that suit right now. He, was, he's, he looked handsome. He, All he, the ladies wanted right? him. He was, he was dashing at that he moment. He was so young in that movie. I well, mean, he was. It was a lot of years ago. It was. 1981. It's true. And he was very handsome. So I'm going to rapid fire a couple more. Okay. And I'm then we're going to go into spoilers. I'm going to shut my lips. The truck chase sequence took five weeks to film for six minutes of screen time. Worth it. The call letters on the plane flown by Jack at the beginning of the movie are a subtle callback to characters from Star Wars. I'm sure all the neckbeards know this, but it says OB-CPO for Obi-Wan Kenobi and C-3PO. Indiana Jones' primary weapon is a Smith & Wesson model 1917-45 ACP revolver with the barrel cut down from 6 inches to 4 inches. He also carries a backup weapon, a Browning high-powered 9mm automatic used during the shootout in Marion's Tavern in Nepal. Right. Every professor should have those. Yeah. that's. I mean, nowadays. Of antiquities. Yeah. Nowadays, maybe. Maybe. Too soon? Uh, at one hour and 55 minutes, this is the shortest Indiana Jones movie, like we mentioned earlier. Yeah. Indy's whip is 10 feet long, although some shorter versions were made, like we mentioned earlier. Body count. How many bodies hit the floor? Started right off in the beginning with some bodies. That's got to be over 100. No, too, too high. Too high? Mm-hmm. All those, all those. Without spoiling stuff, there was a lot in that last scene. Yeah, sixty-four deaths. All right, eleven by Indiana Jones, including a monkey. I mean, Indiana Jones didn't. I, that's a spoiler. I'm sorry, yeah. everyone. Monkey but he dies. With like didn't. his handler. Yeah. It was on accident. It was patch, patch, <laughs> patch, 
Patch Adams. Patch <laughs> McAdams. <laughs> Another reason we knew it was a bad guy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so the last, the last uh, popcorn by the numbers I've got, the crate in which the arc is placed at the end of the movie has the number 9906753. I'm not really sure what that means, but uh, it's, it's, it's a number. It's in, it's in popcorn by the numbers. Uh, I'm sure that there's that they wouldn't focus on it because you get to see it as yeah, it you rolls get to see away. It. It's got to be someone's phone number or something or I don't know. Anyway, someone knows out there, and they need to get in touch with the popcorn priest and let us know. Yeah, everyone who's listening, tweet me at popcorn priest and let me know what the heck that is. Yeah. At this point, there may be some spoilers up ahead, so if you want to watch and then come back and join us for the rest of the story please do so now if you and that will to be, be that one person that hasn't seen it <laughs> exactly go, go watch it and join us next week yeah. for the exciting conclusion of raiders of the lost ark da, 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 da. yeah da, da, da. there it is <laughs> join us next week for part two of our review and breakdown see you guys next week 